your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. All right, we've got a question here from Karen. And the question is, uh, hey, Carson, how can I get my horse to where he does not paw at the trailer, standing tied away from other horses, etc.? So uh, as I'm recording this, it's kind of interesting that uh, this was one of the questions for the, uh, for the podcast, because as I'm recording this, uh, we just got done wrapping up a three-day clinic in California. And uh, this this one lady had this horse to where she said, you know, he always pawed. You could never tie him anywhere. He would just dig holes in the ground. And I didn't even know that about the horse. Neither did, you know, anybody else at the clinic. But at kind of near the end, she had him tied up to the fence on the inside of the arena there. And she came up and said, hey, I just wanted to let you know I thought it was cool. Uh, you know, this horse has never been able to stand tied and not paw and look at him now. And then we all looked over there, and he was just standing there with the leg cocked, perfectly happy, not pawing. And she said, you know, he has never uh, he has never looked like that standing tied before. So I had to repeat it over the microphone so everybody could hear it. Uh, because I wanted to emphasize that, uh, you know, when a horse is normal or right in their mind, then that's like the real way you fix all of the weird things that horses might do, like pawing, you know, bucking, head tossing, rearing, all that stuff. And uh, then even at the end of the three-day clinic, everybody was sitting there on their horses and, you know, the horses were real normal uh they were like a lot of them were even riding them around bridalists and uh, i said hey can you guys see now that like everything we've done for the past three days has been leading up to you know uh the horse not being hot and nervous and spooky how it's all led up to you know for example a horse being able to stand tight and not pawed and they all said, you know, oh, yeah, definitely. So then I said, so you like, you know, you imagine if somebody says, hey, my horse is doing blank. How do I fix this? It's kind of like, oh, boy, that's a very, very loaded question. Uh, you know, uh, does he lunge, you know, pretty near perfectly? Is he really sure about standing still to be mounted? Can he walk, trot, and lope on a loose rein? Uh, you know, is he very, very normal. Is he, uh, you know, can he lower his head? Does he jump forward up off of halter pressure if you were to suddenly tighten the halter rope? And then, you know, like if the answer is, well, not really to any of those, then that would be the place to start. You know, every time, every time somebody has, for example, like, let's just, let's just let it be, hey, my horse paws, how do I fix it? Well, the way you fix that is by getting them normal in their mind. So once again, we, we did not even work on pawing with that horse throughout the clinic. We just worked on 
the stuff that you will see in the virtual clinic on the Buckaroo Crew. And if this is your first time listening, the Buckaroo Crew is uh, it's buckaroocrew.com. It's our online website with a whole bunch of horse videos. And we have, uh, we have where we have filmed uh, several different clinics and then put them all together, saying we call that the virtual clinic. But all we did were those things that you will see on the virtual clinic. And then there at the end, you know, he got where he was really content to stand tied and not paw, not want to move around. And for three days, we worked on helping him mentally turn loose and not be so you know, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on. I kind of, you know, busy-minded. And uh, the end result was, uh, you know, she was able to ride him around with nothing on his head. And on day two, uh, I I said, hey, you should try riding him in a snaffle bit. And she was like, oh, no, not on this horse. But by the end of day three, she was loping around bridalist on him. So we did not practice bridalist riding. All we practiced was getting the horse normal in his mind. So therefore he'd be able to walk, trot and lope around on a loose rein and then with no, nothing on his head at all. And, uh, you know, so you can't, it's, it's really hard to just say, Hey, how do I fix a horse that paws? Well, there's probably, you know, 500 little things to where he's not real sure about or, uh, you know, a horse that even doesn't stand still to be mounted. That would be one of those little things where if you have one, you know, if you have a whole bunch of real small little things that are kind of weird or not normal, well, then those things can all come together to be big, more noticeable weird things like pawing, rearing, you know, anything like that. So uh, once again, you know, we always kind of circle back around to, the simple fact that the the root of any kind of weirdness in a horse is because their their mind is not turned loose uh there was this there was this other lady at the clinic who had a horse that uh she was riding him in a big shank bit you know thinking that'd give her more control and all this stuff and uh that horse was just you know like kind of running sideways half the time and just spooking at every little thing that would happen but as it went on the more and more she was able to kind of start riding with better rain management uh for example you know like when you ask him to go make the reins loose uh and everybody there you know the better they got at kind of opening up themselves and kind of learning to go with the horse and get out of his way to a pretty high degree then at that point, the horses very quickly got super loose in their mind and super loose in their feet, and they were able to uh, all just, you know, ride around with either nothing on their head or just like a rope halter with one rein and et cetera. So the, uh, the way you fix any kind of horse problem, including pawing, is get their mind right. The reason, so like another, you know, hit on the pawing thing a little more you know the reason the reason a horse would paw is because he's kind of anxious you know he's not mentally he is not settled or like he's not real happy where he's at so he's rambunctious and he wants to be in a another place 
physically and or mentally, but usually both. So for three days, she practiced getting that horse to just kind of let down mentally and kind of just turn loose. And then because of that, he was able to stand there tied and not pawed. So that's, you know, 99.9% of the time, that's kind of how it goes. It's like, well, hey, my horse bucks, how do I fix it? Well, you know, can he walk, trot, and lope on a loose rein? Is he light to the leg? Does he have a good understanding of groundwork? You know, can he lunge very lightly and very easily? Can you back him up? Uh, can, does, you know, is he really good at staying out of your space and not crowding you? So those are the things you need to get in place to start fixing a horse that bucks because the reason a horse bucks is because they get lost or they get confused or they get unsure of something. So you build up their sureness and their confidence and then they are more sure about what they need to do. So they do that instead of bucking. See, uh, everybody always wants to work on the, the thing that they think is the problem where really that is just the symptom of the problem. There's all of these little things that need to be cleaned up and then those are really more like what you might call the disease. So when you treat the disease, the symptoms go away kind of on their own. So that would, uh, that would be the answer to uh, Karen's question on how do I help my horse learn to not paw when tied or at the trailer. So uh, I hope that helps you guys out. And if you haven't watched it already, just go in the buckroocrew.com and just go through that virtual clinic and go through the colt starting series. If you can get your horse pretty good at those things, well, then you should have a pretty normal-minded horse that is mentally very turned loose, and you shouldn't have any kind of weirdness going on after that. So I hope that helps you guys out, and we will uh, see you next time. You've been listening to the Carson James Podcast. Real. Simple. Horsemanship. Subscribe now to get new questions answered every week. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends. 